Hello friends, Dr. Missy Clifton here and welcome to another episode of All Things Skin. Joining me today is the very first physician's assistant to join Premier Dermatology and my dear friend, Kara Richardson. Kara, welcome. Thank you. Kara, give our listeners a little history on how we met and the, the journey that brought you to Premier Dermatology. So um, probably about 20 years ago now, yes. which is crazy to think it's been that long. Um, I was lucky to work with you with Dr. Wharton um, while I was basically working part-time at his office. Um, and after leaving and going to PA school, my mother-in-law actually came in and saw you as a patient. And she told you that I had just finished PA school, and you said, maybe I'm ready to have some help. So you encouraged her to have me give you a call, which I did. Um, and then we set up a dinner slash interview. I then proceeded to lock my keys in the car, <laughs> which was oh, just par for the course for me. So amazingly, you still still hired me, and we, you know— Worked out kind of a part-time schedule, because at the time I was still living in Harrison. I hadn't even moved to Northwest Arkansas. Really didn't know what I wanted to do, but knew that Durham was a good spot for me since I'd had so much experience in it. You know, I worked four years during my undergrad. Now, mind you, I was filing charts for a big part of that. (laughs) Um, Eventually got to be a nurse's assistant. But, you know, as we went through the journey of the part-time and two days became three days and three days became four, Andy and I, my husband, had to decide, you know, are we going to continue this? Do I need to find a job closer to home? And like anyone who's ever met you, we gravitated, of course, towards Miss Clifton and knew that was the right choice. Well, that's very kind. And I've always known you were the right choice since I met you filing all those charts back in the day before premier dermatology was even a thing. Um, you have a way with patients and you have an incredible aesthetic eye and you have a huge following of loyal uh, injectable patients now. So uh, I think it's been a win-win for all of us and well, we are sure glad to have have you here at Premier? Well, I had I learned from the best, and people know that. So oh. I always say I got to do a lot of neat things because I'm in your world, and <laughs> it's gotten neater and neater over the years, especially in aesthetics. And I've enjoyed getting to do more of that in my career. Well, you're incredible at it, so I'm super thankful that that you are here and. Thanks for being on the podcast today. Well, I'm excited to be here. So today's topic is all about the injectable treatments we do to reverse the signs of aging. These treatments are extremely popular. There's over 2.5 million injectable procedures performed every year. And a lot of people kind of lump all of our tools under the name Botox. Yes. We figured we might want to spend a little time talking about how many different tools we actually have besides just Botox. It's fascinating that Botox has become kind of a household brand name like Q-tips or Kleenex. Everybody knows and recognizes Botox. But often people request Botox when they may need a filler or maybe even another injectable option. Yes, absolutely. People just don't truly understand the difference between Botox and filler. And so... Luckily, we're here today to maybe educate. 
That's right. Because we have lots of tools in our toolbox. We do. That's right. And those options really keep growing. It's such an exciting field to be in uh, because every year there are new products and new innovations. Um, So let's start by talking about Botox and the other neurotoxins. Um, Botox was originally discovered by an ophthalmologist named Alan Scott. And Dr. Scott treated a patient with strabismus or double vision in the muscles around the patient's eye. Thankfully, the patient did really well, and his vision was corrected for several months. It's kind of a bold move because it is a neurotoxin, and um, things could have potentially gone very wrong. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, some of the things that come to the aesthetic world through someone just being, like you said, brave enough to try it. Well, we were glad he was brave enough. That's good. Um, And from that first patient, Botox got FDA approval for your business. And then Allergan bought Botox in 1991, the year I graduated from high school. (laughs) Yes, I am that old, friends. But you don't look it. Yeah, thanks to Botox. (laughs) That's right. right? Uh, Then in April of 2002, the FDA approved Botox Cosmetic for the temporary treatment of moderate to severe brown lines in adults. And I received my first treatment of Botox Cosmetic in my residency that same year, 2002. So, Kara, how old were you when you were first treated? Oh, well, you, of course, did my first injections. Mm -hmm. And I was, I think, 24 or 25. And, you know, it was the best thing I ever did and nothing that I ever stopped other than for pregnancy. That's correct. I will tell you, and, and we often tell our patients, you know, once you start this, you just better get ready because you're not ever going to want to stop. No, not at all. <laughs> None of us turn back. That's funny. So since the approval of Botox Cosmetic, there have been three other neurotoxins, uh, Dysport, Xeomin, and Juvo, that have received FDA approval. And one more is imminently expected to be approved um, by the FDA in the U.S. coming up soon. All of these neurotoxins have very subtle differences, and they vary slightly in their onset of action, their longevity, their dosage, and the best areas of use for treatment. And we could really talk about all these differences for hours and really debate where we use which one and why. Um, uh, And I think really, you know, maybe when the newest neurotoxin gets approved, we should do an entire segment comparing and contrasting each one. Absolutely, because I think a lot of people do ask, you know, why Botox? And it is, it's the name we know, but eventually there may be some better options in certain areas. Absolutely. It is without a doubt the gold standard, um, but depending on patient nuances and different subtleties of the products, uh, certain patients might really benefit from from these newer products. So we will do that when we get approval. So Kara, tell us about um, the areas where you are on the regular uh, treating patients with Botox. Okay. Yeah, for sure, The probably the most common is the frown lines. Um, none of us want to look angry. Most of the time, they're not created from anger. They're created from concentration that people are sitting in front of screens more and more these days, and those lines start developing. And then, you know, around the eyes, which everybody likes because it brightens the eyes. It really, you know, makes us appear brighter in pictures, which, again, more and more of those every year. So... I feel like those in the forehead lines, you know, we start to see those deeper lines. And that's all dependent on what your most common expression is, that you're going to want to treat those areas. So I feel like that's the starting point. And we see each other a lot on Zoom meetings these days. And 
you know, the younger generation on Snapchat and, you know, all the filters and they can see, oh my gosh, if I remove these lines, I'm going to look great. Yeah. So, uh, so Botox has, uh, has gotten a buzz even in the younger generation. Absolutely. Mm. It's kind of amazing. Uh, and we do tons of these procedures. Yes. I mean, it's so common now, you know, I think it used to have a bad stigma or people didn't want to talk about it. Everybody wants to talk about it now. They'd prefer that you be open about it and, you know, want to tell your friends because everybody feels better when they when they feel better about their appearance. Right. So. Yeah. And, you know, years ago, back in the day, I was the only cosmetic dermatologist in all of Northwest Arkansas. Um, and I was one of, I was really one of the first ones to bring Botox to this area. And because of that, I was doing a lot of it. Yes. And I was very fortunate that Allergan rewarded me, uh, as one of their top physicians nationally and actually flew me to Westport, Ireland, uh, to That's actually right. see where all Botox in the whole world is made. Which is crazy. It was the most incredible experience. And I tell you, you know, you you just don't know how much goes into protect, production of something that is really this special. And it has to be very carefully managed. This protein is very fragile. The temperatures all have, always have to be perfect. Everyone has to be in full gear uh, to prevent any kind of contamination. I mean, we had to get into the full hazmat thing. Yeah. You know, to go into the plant, and then there were airlocks at every door to go from one area to the next in the plant. And it was just, it really made me understand and really believe in the product even more because I know that it's purified so carefully and it's managed so carefully. And we're actually getting the exact concentration that we need to get in every single vial. So it just made me even more confident after going on that trip. And it should make our patients more confident. I mean, and that's why it wasn't competing with anything else for so long because it is such a vigorous process. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, And what's so crazy is these treatments are now game changers cosmetically, but they're also life-changing for people with migraines, excess sweating, people who have bruxism or grind their teeth, and even in babies with cerebral palsy, we're treating them with Botox for their spasticity. So it's kind of amazing the number of indications now that we have um, for a neurotoxin that is fairly recent to our universe. Yes. Absolutely. Okay, well, back to cosmetics. So Botox is only going to treat wrinkles that are caused by muscle movement. It really does nothing for wrinkles from sun damage. It does nothing really from wrinkles from volume loss. So Kara, tell us, you know, what else do we have in our toolbox for those patients? Yes. So when you, when your movement is, is not the, the reason for the wrinkle, it's that aging process and the loss, your fillers are going to be your go-to. That's the, you know, kind of the next step. And it's something that we do see as we age, you know, each generation that kind of becomes, you're doing Botox and now you're doing Botox and fillers. And they these hyaluronic acid fillers are great for just plumping up or supporting in those areas of loss. Absolutely. And so, yes, let's start with the hyaluronic acid fillers. Hyaluronic acid is a naturally occurring compound. It's found in our skin um, naturally. It holds water and it supports the collagen and elastic tissue. Uh, starting as early as the late 20s and early 30s, we start to lose our HA and our collagen. Um, and it's it's sad to think that that's the, the case, but 
Yes, but so true. I mean, luckily we have lots of different options and, you know, can use different fillers based on, you know, where that support is needed and even some collagen stimulators that can help give back the volume in those areas. Absolutely. So um, the interesting thing is with the hyaluronic acid-based fillers, um, for a long time we really just had mostly the Juvederm family of fillers. Um, But coming back, coming on the market more recently is the Restylane family of fillers and even more recently the RHA family, just to name a few. Yes. And there are lots of others. There's actually thousands of others available in Europe um, that are not, available in the United States and we will we will continue to see more new more. and different fillers coming down the pipe. But right now what is f- so fascinating is just like the different neurotoxins, each one of these filler families is a little different from the others. Yes. And within those families, there are fillers that um, are meant to go deep in the skin to really lift the skin. There are fillers that are meant to be more pliable and go in toward the middle face where the face moves, and so it moves more naturally with the face. Some of these fillers can even go into very superficial lines and wrinkles. So the really fun thing about being an injector in this day and age is that we have all of these products, and we can really tailor those specifically to each patient's need and whether it's whatever area that they need it. And usually it's several areas that they they need a little bit of filler. So we can mix and match and really give a supernatural result. And that's why it's so important for the injector and the patient to have that relationship to the trust be there. I mean, I I don't take it for granted at all that people are putting their faces, you know, in the trust of my hands. And so we need to be on that journey together. And I think it's important that your injector, you know, know what your in, your goals are, but it's probably not going to be, you know, achieved in one visit. So that's something that you really need to, patients need to understand. Your injector is not only needs to be well-trained, but someone that you are comfortable with and can really let them take your um, wants and and make it a success. Right. And a lot of times... uh I feel like it is a process. You know, I, I tell my patients on the on the daily, you didn't age overnight. Exactly. You're not going to anti-age overnight. And a lot of times what we don't want to do is we don't want to overfill people because collagen does build around these, these uh, yeah. fillers a lot of times. And you will get improvement in lifting even several weeks after we do these treatments. So a lot of times I patient that comes in and they're new to Botox, they're going to get Botox and I'm going to get them back in the next week or two to make sure that they got exactly the response they need. I never want to give them too much. No. Because facial expressions are important. People need to not look frozen or scary. And I think we're seeing that trend come the opposite. You know, we used to really want that glass forehead, that non-expression. And, you know, I'm hearing more and more, I'd like a little more movement here, you know, around my eyes or in my forehead, because it just feels too stiff. Right. So so I do think we've we've gone, you've seen Hollywood go kind of crazy with ridiculous yes. lips and overfilled and too stretched and too frozen. And I do think that now, thankfully, the trend is coming back to a very much more natural and, and, and just useful look yes. without being frozen in space. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's not a good look for anybody. That's right. And Carrie, you did mention that it is really important um, that you make sure you have a, a, a injector that you can trust. 
um, and that wants to be your friend and wants to, you know, hold your hand through the journey. But you really need to check their credentials, too. Absolutely. Because there's a lot of personable people out there that really don't have a whole lot of uh, background or training or really know what they're doing. And these fillers can be kind of dangerous. Yes. I mean, they have their, their side effects and, you know, the major ones are are scary and you need to not only feel like the injections are, are going to be taken care of, but also if there is an issue that you're in the hands that can handle it. Absolutely. And so at Premier, we make sure everyone knows how to handle every single complication. Every injector, if they're not a physician, has a physician in the office that could jump in and help and be a part of any kind of complication that we have. And knock on wood, thank goodness, we don't we don't have those complications because we have really talented injectors. Um, but even the most talented injectors, things can happen. Be sure that you have someone who's really prepared to know what to do and to give you a good cosmetic result, but also to prevent any kind of complications. Yes. So not all fillers um, are reversible like the hyaluronic acid fillers. Someone came in and we did some HA or someone got injected across the street and they didn't like the result, which happens a bit. Uh, We have a a compound that can dissolve the filler if it's a hyaluronic acid filler. And then we get to have a magic eraser and we can kind of start over. Uh, But certain fillers you can't reverse. Yes, and I think, you know, these fillers... It, we're not going to use those first line. Absolutely. I mean, those are fillers that we're going to probably talk along the journey if we are liking our results and want a more long-term, you know, acting filler. Because you, as you go through this process, you also need more volume. And some of these that are more permanent or collagen-stimulating are able to give a greater volume than just a hyaluronic acid that's that's a small amount and, and made to really just you know, fill a line or give a little support. So your Sculptra and others are are a great option for some of those decades of life where the volume loss gets more a little more severe. Yes. There is one called Bellafil called polymethyl methacrylate that is a much more permanent filler. And it is great for people with acne scars um, and things that you don't want to have to continue to repetitively inject over time. Or for those that have gotten a great result from the hyaluronic acid fillers but desire a more long-term result. Um, these can be beautiful. You can't use them in certain areas like the lips. Um, and it must be done like like we talked about by a skilled injector um, because they really can't be reversed. Yeah. Um, they just have to break down, and that takes a very, very long time. Um, and then you touched on Sculptra, which is a totally different category um, of injectable. It uh, falls into the category of a stimulator. Yes, and so those stimulating products... Um, are we, like I said, great for more volume loss. So to kind of explain that, when your cheeks, you know, many times people say they're kind of sinking in, it's a great product for giving back that fullness. I mean, when I was young, I hated my round face and didn't want all that volume in there. But now as it's as I'm aging, you kind of look for it again because <laughs> seeing bony structures is not a useful look. And Sculptra and then Radius, which is another um, more stimulating product. It those two can really, you know, help soften those sharp features that we get with aging in the temples or cheeks. Yeah, and I, I love these products, especially in really thin women. Yes. Uh, I see a lot of you know, like super athletes that do a lot of running. 
those women have no body fat and their face starts looking really gaunt. Um, women who have, you know, gone through chemotherapy, lost yes. tons of weight and just look really almost skeletal. Yes. Um, these products are so amazing because you can really stimulate their collagen to get rebuilt so that it looks natural and they don't look like a fat face. Yes. They just look much more youthful and rounded and even and not so harsh. Yes. Um, and I, so I love using them in the cheek hollows and in the temples even in the back of the hands. Yes. The hands can be a real giveaway for we your age. Yours. How we many did years mine, ago. And I loved it. <laughs> we need we yeah, sadly I'm looking at them right now. We we probably need to do that again, Kara. It's probably time. Um and these are, compounds are actually amazing for early prevention for younger women who are just starting to see volume loss but maybe don't need a really thick, you know, lifting filler. These are great to kind of just prevent collagen loss over time. And I'm actually getting more and more requests for that in that young, those younger generations that, you know, 30s into early 40s of just wanting something that's going to kind of lessen the need for even your hyaluronic acids. You know, how do I, how do I keep these smile lines from getting deeper? How do I keep those folds from happening? And if you keep the support, like I said, in those faces, you can sometimes prevent those deeper lines around the mouth. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that was a lot to digest today. Listeners, not everyone needs every type of injectable treatment. We will assess your concerns and start with only those treatments that will give you the most natural results. We prefer to start small and get you back in and ensure that you love it. And then we help you maintain and gradually add treatments as you age. We're a team and your comfort and your results are our only priorities. This industry is constantly evolving, and Premier Injectors are exceptionally trained and always striving to stay ahead of the curve. We love to bring all things skin to you guys, and we promise our patients that we'll only offer the best and the most trusted products. We're right here for every step of the way to keep you looking and feeling your best. Thank you all for joining us on All Things Skin. Tune in next time as Kara joins me again, and we give our expert recommendations for injectables for every decade of life. We'll talk about how to look like the best version of yourself at every single age.